Hello, I'm Mark Tucker. And I'm Alan Furstenberg. Welcome to Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Well, welcome back, Alan. It's great to be back. You know, it was fun uh, watching you and Roger um, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the hot seat. And uh, you guys had a great conversation that was fun for me to watch. But, um, you know, and as much as I enjoyed the family time, which is why I was out last week, it is good to be back. And it's, it's good to see you and chat with you again. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's been a uh, great conversation. I enjoyed that time with Roger and uh, I enjoyed talking with you again. So yeah, uh, we're, oh, we're back. Yeah. You know, it, it's always great to see the, the guest hosts that we can bring on. And I like yep. bringing on a lot of diverse, you know, and, and different uh, guest, uh, guest hosts because we get all of these different perspectives. And Roger, Roger has a fascinating backstory and a fascinating yeah. set of perspectives. Um, and I love working with him and I love what, what he and the rest of the Bixby team are doing. So it's always good to, to get his insight on things. Yeah. So I know it's been a, a pretty big couple of weeks for both of us. We've had, both of us have had some big projects that are nearing the finish line. Yes. And I know one of the, the big moments in, you know, in, in building actions and skills is right at the very end, we need to pass one, one big hurdle. Yes, uh, we call it a certification on the Alexa side of things. And, and on the Google side, we tend to call it the review process or the review team. And um, it's always a challenge, isn't it? It is. So this is the moment where you take your baby and you hand it off to somebody else to look at it and tell you, they tell you if it's ugly or um, needs to, to go back and bake a little bit more. I was going to say, I'm not sure I like this analogy here, but yeah. No, no sorry, sorry. Our, our software project. Yeah, sorry. Not, yeah, it's probably. The analogy doesn't one. quite work, but yeah, no, this is when, this is when we get somebody who has no skin in the game to take a look and tell us whether we can release it or not. And that's yeah, and there's and, and there's some um, differences leading up to that. You might be you know, like on the Google side, you might do an alpha test or a beta mm -hmm. test. So there's there's some things that you can do, and there's a little bit of difference between um, Google and Alexa on that side of things. And then um, then there's the actual certification process. Um, I don't. Do you want to kind of walk through what Google does? Sure. So on the Google side, basically, they, they there are kind of four phases. That, that Google thinks about things. There is what they refer to as development. And that's, you know, you're developing it, you're writing it, and it's just the person permitted to the project that has access to it and, and can fiddle with it. And you can have more than one person directly permitted to the project, but all of them are essentially able to edit it. They're super users. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's super users. They can, special stuff and... Uh, yeah. Right. Sometimes it, that collides with things later, but you, you have to realize that if you're signed on as, as uh, one of those special developers that can access it locally, you know, during development time, then that uh, is something that might impact later on. Right. You've got, you've got power there. Yeah. Um, and then you can do what they refer to as an alpha release. And for an alpha release, you are basically saying we're taking a snapshot of the conversational design at that moment, you know, so, um, so what scenes are in place, 
what intents are, what the training phrases are for each of those intents, all of that gets frozen and is made available to alpha testers. And you can have up to 20 people who have signed up for an alpha test program. I, I emphasize it's the dialogue training that is in place because you can keep changing your webhook or you can keep changing the action, the, the, the program that runs as yep. the webhook as much as you want. That's not considered part of the release. They, they, they ignore that. It's the conversational model that is released. So you can release that to the alpha channel and your alpha testers, once they sign up for it, you, you need to add them to an allowed list. And once they have approved that they wanna be on the alpha program via their, their phone, they will have access to it on all of their devices, all of their assistant devices. Okay. Then you can promote this release to what's referred to as the beta channel. And the beta channel has two major differences from alpha. The first is you can have up to 200 testers. The second is that in order to be approved for beta, it needs to go through the review process. And we'll cover the review process in a second. And then you can release it. And the biggest difference between release and beta is that it becomes public, it shows up in the directory and so forth, and everyone has access to it, but it also needs to have been reviewed. Now, there is a subtle nuance there. So if you have it reviewed in the beta as a beta, and it's been approved in beta, as long as you don't do anything different, you can release that same version as production. So this is a way that you can time a production when it, when it becomes public. So that, is that the only mechanism for when you decide when something gets released um, is by saying, I wanna go from beta to release? It's yes. A, it's a, an explicit step, right? It's an explicit step that okay. one, after it has been reviewed, you can make it public at any point by moving it from the beta channel to the release channel. Okay. So how does it, are there any parallels at all in that process on the, yes. uh, the Alexa side? Um, we only have beta. Our beta is your alpha. And there's, <laughs> and there's toggle settings at the end where you can deploy it immediately or um, uh, have it pass certification and then you manually push it. Hmm. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, go ahead. So going from beta to release, at what point does it go through the certification process? Yeah. So you're in beta, which is a pre-certification step. State. Okay. And then when you submit it for certification, then that's when it would go to what would be release but it would either be um, like, if this is the first time you've done it, you, what you typically do would just say, just release it upon certification. So that could be, you know, mm -hmm. one day or 20 days, whatever, right? <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as soon as the, the, the certification has happened and it's passed, then it just automatically gets pushed to the process, which does still take a while. I think it might even take up to six hours to actually deploy hmm. once it's once it's it's passed uh, to go through all the different systems and right. show up in the skill store. 
Um, but, and, and you could do that, or if you wanted to time it at a specific, uh, you know, that release, the, the initial release, or I guess even a subsequent release, you can say, I want it to certify it. And then I want you to notify me, but don't actually push it to okay. release. So at what, what point then it ha certification happens, you get an email and you're like, okay, good to go. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and push it, you know, Wednesday night so that it's available for my, all my marketing material and release for that th for Thursday right. or whatever. Okay. So you can time a release and that's just yeah. separate from what channel it's in. Yes. Okay. I do not know the limit off the top of my head of how many that you can do in beta. The other thing with beta is that it is invite only like an alpha release would be. Um, but it only lasts for a certain amount of time. You can't have a undetermined length of beta. They give you 90 days, at which point um, you get an email saying that your beta has ended. Now, if you only work on one thing that's being released at a time, um, like or betaed at a time, then, then you're good. But if you've got multiple things, then you get a generic email that says, the beta is over, but it doesn't, tell, it doesn't tell you which skill um, the beta is over for. Um, but yeah, that's 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 uh, frustrating. Yeah, that's that's frustrating me more than once because I actually use beta in a different way. I've got um, my devices at home are on one Amazon account, and my developer um, console is a different email address, mm -hmm. and so I like one of the things when I set up a project is I immediately create a beta for it and add my home um, Amazon account email address to that. Um, so then I'm immediately testing it as if I was a user mm -hmm. and, and I can use my devices and, and stuff. So that makes a lot of sense, but, but yeah, like I know. So if I'm working on multiple things, then, and it, sometimes it's, a, it's been a while I, I start and I stop and then work on something else, have to fix something, go back to something else. And then all of a sudden I've got this notification that my beta ended and I'm like, I don't know which one. Which, yeah. Now, <laughs> does it show up on any console anywhere, which projects may have ended or? No. Um, trying to think if there's a, in the developer console, I don't know that it shows up. I'd have to look on the new uh, Interesting. developer console. But yeah, there is, you can see those things that are in beta on your Alexa app. You go into uh, skills and then you can uh, look at development skills and they, uh, things that are in beta show up there. Hmm. Okay. Cause I know on, on the Google side, the, if, if we go to the deploy screen on the console, it will say, you know, uh, your alpha channel is on this version. Your beta channels on this version, your release channels on this version. Here's when you deployed each one to each channel and so forth. And your users, if they're alpha or beta users, they can, um, on their mobile devices only, and in Chrome only, I think even, <laughs> go to the directory listing and it will say, you're on the alpha channel for this. And you can, even once it's in production, you can switch which channel you're on as a user. So for example, if I've, if I've got a, a bunch of users who are on the alpha channel, um, or if I've got a release and if I have a release that's out there and I've got an alpha channel as well of the upcoming release, mm 
my users can switch to alpha, try to use it, and if they're having problems, they can switch back to the production channel and, and keep using it. That's interesting. Um, what is the, so I notice when I'm testing on Google, sometimes I get the, the, the preamble that says getting the test version of, Yep. Um, what, when does that happen? Do you have a? I believe that happens for everything except for the production channel. Okay, so dev alpha beta? Dev alpha and beta will all say getting the test version of, and they will say that every time. Um, whereas if you're on the production channel, if you use it enough, it will stop saying something at all. You know, it will, you know, usually, you know, for a while it says, okay, getting Voodoo Drive. And then it will suddenly stop saying, okay, getting Voodoo Drive and just give you the, oh, um, the ear call. the action. Okay. Right. Because, you know, after a while, it assumes you know what you're doing. And that was, that was a, an early addition. They, they didn't launch with that, but they added that pretty quickly because people were getting fed up with the, okay, fetching Voodoo Drive. Okay. Fetching, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's interesting. But yeah, in, on, on everything but the production version, it will tell you that you're using the test version of it. But it won't tell you which test version. So it doesn't, <laughs> you know, so for developers, it won't say you're using the developer version. And on alpha channel, it won't say you're using the alpha channel version. Everything is a test version. And okay. you have no idea which one. And as developers, it's also a little frustrating because we don't even know, there, there's nothing sent to us in the... Uh, the request format that tells us which channel is being executed, which if you're debugging can get a little frustrating. Sometimes. Yeah, that, yeah, that would. Okay. You mentioned earlier, you know, that could be a couple of days. That could be a couple of weeks. Um, I've had it be as quickly on Alexa as uh, like an hour, two hours. Wow. Actually. That's really, that, that's for a new skill. No, for that would be for an update to an existing skill. Okay, let, let, let's talk new skills and actions to start with. Okay, let's do that. What what is what does that process generally look like? It depends on a number of factors. Um, if you have in skill purchasing, that's going to make it longer. If it's a kid's skill, um, you know, targeted to uh, under thirteen, that's that adds some time to it. I'm assuming some newer things like, um, you know, Alexa conversations might add some some stuff to it, mm -hmm. uh, since it's it's a new uh, release, um, as well as maybe even web API for games. So I think there's certain things that. Um, what's interesting is like when you um, you actually can run like a pre-check um, before you submit it to to certification. Oh. And there are some tests that run and they'll tell you some issues that you might have um, even before you submit it. And those go along with, there's a published guidelines document where you can go through and read. Now things sometimes change on that and you, and you think you know one thing and then they change the way something happens, like the use of the, the word stop to now mean exiting the, the skill as opposed to you could use stop at different points inside and to mean something else. Um, so there are things that, that change from time to time. And there are sometimes periodic um, reviews that happen that, um, or uh, resubmittal stuff that then they check additional things that maybe 
have changed and that, yeah. might, and that might get you. But uh, yeah, so it really depends. I would say length of time though. Um, it's It's been as few as a couple of days, but we, we probably should plan on closer to five to seven days, I would think. Yeah, usually that's kind of the, the benchmark that I see as well on the Google side is I've gotten first response back in a couple of days. Um, first response being, you know, the one that says we found a problem with your action. Um, and usually I budget, I usually budget still about two weeks for, uh, for the whole review process. And mm -hmm. sometimes I've seen it take more, but, and usually it will take a little bit more, you know, it usually is pushing that two week mark. If you're dealing with interactive canvas or, um, digital goods purchases, um, and if you're planning on releasing a, a family action, I don't know how long it takes because that's <laughs> an absurd set of requirements at this stage. Yeah, it's it's interesting. There's been some changes on the Alexa side that when you submit, you can version different language models. Um, it'll keep a snapshot of hmm. of the of the previous one, so you could uh, like revert back to a language model. And they've tried to do things where if you're for example, adding additional utterances to existing intents, then that could be a, a quick turnaround change. Um, yeah, um, certainly, certainly when I've seen additions go in, they're yeah. pretty quick. They're within a couple of days in most cases. Yeah, and one of the things that, one of the, I guess, tricks that I do is that there's a testing, um, testing instructions that happen when you submit on the Alexa side. And I actually keep a running log. So like I would keep, I put the date and like did initial submittal or something like that. And then if I add a change, then I do another, I do, you know, today's date and I say only added utterances to intent, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. and, and that's a good trick. I like that. I, I don't, I don't know if that, <laughs> that helps. It seems like it does. Certain, but, uh, certainly I've used the testing instructions to say things like, you know, here's what's new. Yeah. Or, you know, and usually when I get feedback, sometimes that says, you know, it's not doing this, I will put in the testing instructions. Yes, it is. Here's how you do that. Yeah. Go ahead and test it. Um, you know, kind of, I, I will sometimes use the testing instructions to clarify things where they say, I don't understand how to do this. Right. Um, and that can be pretty useful. So, so you, do you, I guess, do you find that an initial submittal is quite a bit longer than updates? Um, yes. Like Although, oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, although the, the most recent one that I submitted, uh, I got a response back within two days, which was impressive. And it of course had some problems. And when I, I corrected the problems and replied, they replied back very quickly. Um, in some cases saying, no, we're still having problems. And in other cases saying, okay, you've been approved. And I was, I was honestly floored because yeah. the, the one problem they highlighted in this particular case was I had way back when I started development indicated that it was going to use interactive canvas. And by the time it was getting to production, I had abandoned the interactive canvas portion of it. Oh, Okay but it was still, the, that checkbox was still checked. 
So their message to me was, was cryptic, admittedly. It was, you know, your directory listing is incorrect. And I'm like, <laughs> what's incorrect about this directory listing? And then when I read more detailed, it said, you know, you're advertising use of interactive canvas, but it's not using the interactive canvas. I'm like, well, okay, I'm not advertising use of the interactive canvas. I checked the box that said, allow the interactive canvas. <laughs> but if you think that's advertising, okay, fine. I will uncheck the box. Yeah. Um, well, and I've so, had that too. So some of the certification things I've had have come back. Like I've made some small change to something or even just pushed out to an additional country with no changes. And then sometimes I get like, oh, you failed certification. And I'm like, ah, the sky is falling. And, uh, and then I read it more closely and, and it was, oh, you need to remove in your description for the skills store, the fact, you know, any mention of being able to purchase in skill purchasing stuff. And right. I'm like, because that's not available in that region or whatever. Well, in, in, in one case it was, um, like if I was going, if I created it in, in US and deployed to UK, then it should. And, but if I were to deploy to every country, um, you know, Canada, Australia, India, not all of those have um, uh, in-skill purchasing. So yes, I, I need to be careful of that because if you're uh, deploying the same thing to multiple countries, you really only get one um, one code base for that. Mm -hmm. And you have to make sure that it can handle it and make sure that the language model for the other countries don't include the, you know, what can I buy? What did I buy stuff? Or sometimes I've even handled it where it says, oh, this feature hasn't been implemented yet. Check back um, when this is available in your, in area your country. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't seem, they don't like that very much. At least I, no. I know on a Google side, Really, I can't even hint at features that may be coming because they will say it's not there. Even if yeah. you know the, the language model for it is there, if it doesn't do it, you can't talk about it. So I've got a question for you. Are you right. allowed to talk about your, uh, your action that has been going through the release process yet? Um, not quite yet. I don't think I can, I can talk about it yet. Um, okay. Uh, how about you? What, what, what uh, have you been working on? Can you announce that? Well, I'll tell you what, why don't we talk about exactly that next week oh. on Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Take care, everyone. See you next week. Yep. See you next week. Take care. See you, Alan. See you, Mark. <laughs>